Jesus' trial, as recorded for us in Mark chapter 14, was falling apart. The Jewish leaders already knew what verdict they wanted. They not only wanted Jesus to be found guilty, but they wanted him to be guilty on a charge severe enough to warrant death. That they might take him to the Roman governor and make a case for his execution. But it wasn't working out well. The witnesses, the false witnesses that they had to speak against Jesus couldn't even get their stories straight. And meanwhile, Jesus stood there silently despite the lies and accusations that were being hurled at. But just when it seemed like their entire case might fall apart and that they could have no grounds on which to insist that Jesus be executed, Jesus himself spoke. In Mark chapter 14, continuing in verse 61, we read, Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? And Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his garments and said, What further witnesses do we need? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? And they all condemned him as deserving death. And some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to strike him saying to him, prophesy. And the guards received him with blows. The way Jesus' trial was going, there wasn't a case against him. There's a real simple explanation for that. Jesus hadn't done anything wrong. And despite the Jewish leaders giving it their real best effort at trying to find any old reason to kill him, it wasn't working. Yet Jesus knew he wasn't there as a victim, somebody caught up in the machinations of human leaders, that God was meeting us in the midst of our own wickedness to accomplish something we could never do for ourselves. He was wanting to rescue us from sin and death, and he was going to accomplish that through the sacrificial death of his son. So isn't it interesting that after being silent, as so many false accusations were lobbied at him, Jesus finally spoke. And when he spoke, he provided exactly what the Jewish council needed to justify his execution. Not by claiming to start a revolution, something that undoubtedly would have caught the Romans' attention. Not by actually blaspheming by telling the truth. The one sentence that the Spirit inspired Mark to include here is Jesus' reply to the high priest. That one sentence was full of Scripture. I am, Jesus replied, the name that God himself had identified himself to Moses as. When he talked about how they would see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven, that was from the prophets. It's from Daniel chapter 7, where a day was looked forward to where a son of man, a human, would actually be at God's right hand to rescue his people and to reign forever. So what Jesus said in that sentence encompassed the law and the prophets from the Hebrew scriptures. What Jesus said in that sentence was true. He 
is the Christ. He is that son of man, God's son, who would come to reign. There was nothing about what he said that was blasphemous. There was nothing about what he said that was illegal or revolutionary in the traditional sense. But it was revolutionary in terms of the implications. Jesus gave those leaders what they needed to be able to make their own case for putting him to death, trusting that through his death, the revolution would begin. Trusting that through his death, his burial, but ultimately through his resurrection, through his ascension, when he would take his place at God's right hand, when he would reign over God's kingdom, he would provide what we all need to be rescued. He would be providing what we need to be saved. When Jesus made that statement, he knew how the Jewish leaders would react. When Jesus made that statement, he knew the mockery and the abuse that was about to follow, the spitting and the hitting that he was about to be subjected to. All he had to do was stay quiet, but he didn't. He spoke. He spoke to advance God's purpose. He spoke truth. He spoke scripture, even though it was going to lead to his own suffering, his own pain, his own humiliation, his own death. Because what mattered most to Jesus was that God's will be done. And because of that, we can be saved. Because of that, God will rescue us from our own sin. But let's learn from his example as we see who Jesus really is, as we see how much he loves us, let's likewise be willing to follow him, to speak truth simply, plainly, humbly, scripturally, no matter the consequences, so that we can do what God wants done.